Welcome to Oyana, a teenager's journey to self-love. Our mission is to inspire, educate and empower, helping teenagers and parents to navigate through life and connect with their inner self. I'm your host, Carol Oakley, and thank you for tuning in. And if it's your first time, a big, big welcome. And if you're one of my regular listeners, welcome back and i hope you've all had a good week yeah and uh sort of taking yourself taking care of yourselves and your loved ones now today i have the pleasure to interview claire ford who's an expert educator and well-being entrepreneur now after 12 years claire I mean, 12 years, Claire worked in the mainstream uh, media. And after those years, she just felt burnt out. She became seriously ill, depressed and hit rock bottom. And she had to take a step back and reset and find an alternative way to do what she loved, which was obviously teaching, inspiring and transforming. So she retrained, became a Reiki master and a coach. So she now educates and empowers families to be the best version of themselves by taking an holistic approach to learning. So without further ado, here's Claire. Hi Claire, how you doing? Hello, hi. Hi, Carol. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And you know what an incredible topic, what a service that you're providing, which is so needed at this time. I mean, you know, turbulent teenage years is not a new thing, right? And parents not knowing how to parent teenagers and teenagers pulling away from families is nothing new. But in these times right now, where everything is so much up in the air, I think that it's really, really important that we open up these discussions. So thank you for this space. No, you're more than welcome. And, and thank you. Thank you for being here and, uh, you know, coming to share your, you know, share your words of knowledge. Because obviously, as I said, you've, got, you've had years of experience in the mainstream, you know, in the mainstream education world. So I, I, I thank you. Thank you for your time. So Claire's here to talk to us about mental health, um, exam preparation and well-being. Uh, but before we delve into that, Claire, can you tell our listeners just a little bit about your your background, your you know your journey? Yes, of course. So yes, as you mentioned and alluded to, I've been in uh, mainstream education for a long time, and um, you know ended up having to get out of that because it made me so unwell. And what I realised was, and I'm also a mum of two teen boys, so like literally going through all of this right now. Um, and so for me, really, the important thing is combining education with well-being, um, right? Not just emotional well-being, but also spiritual well-being. Mm. Like, I actually feel we're missing these two major pieces of the puzzle. And this is what was missing in my own journey, which is why I got so ill. Um, and so this is why now it's something that I'm passionate about bringing to families awareness. Because, you know, without those bits in, of the puzzle in place, yes. the, um, the academic attainment is so empty, right? Mm. It's so meaningless. And what I've realized as a teacher is you can get those children who obviously uh, are struggling on the one hand with academic achievement. But interestingly, here's the thing. I've actually coached many teenagers who in the traditional school system would be considered considered talented or gifted or very very able right i've coached some of my son's friends who are are a star students and yet they're still unhappy Mm. 
So it's not just the grades. Oh, no, it's a holistic. It's the holistic approach, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's the thing, I think, that's so important for parents to become even more aware of. Um, You know, and many of us say, don't we, oh, we just want our children to be happy. But actually, when push comes to shove and we get the reports through and we go to the parents' evenings and we hear about what grades they're getting or not getting or whatever... Like the the messages that the children actually get and that young people actually get are that grades matter. Mm. Their grades count. They're, you know, why haven't you got this? Why are you failing that? Da, 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 da. And so it's not really just about wanting our children to be happy. As parents, we want them, we want to be seen to have parented what society considers a successful individual. Mm. And that's the sticking point. No, absolutely. And I, and you're, I, you know, I totally agree with you because in, at the end of the day, we are kind of conditioned to, you know, to have the right grades and that's the only way we can, um, you know, we can prosper in life. But like you, Claire, it's all about the bigger picture. It's about you, it's about your well-being. It's about how you see life, how you see yourself in the world, how you show up in every situation and with the people around you. Um, And once you're in tune with yourself, you know, and that's why my mission is for, you know, my teenagers to connect with their inner self. I think once you know that, then you can show up in the world completely, as opposed to just a segment of you or just a percentage of you. Yes, absolutely. And this was the thing that made me so ill, you know, when I hit my own very rock bottom was that I I just completely cut off the spiritual side to myself. Mm. As a child, I'd always been very spiritual and, um, you know, for want of a better word, but like I loved nature, you know, I could see auras, although that's not what I didn't know what that was. Um, But, you know, I was very connected with nature, very connected with spirit, very connected with the universe. And I loved that. But obviously, as a child who, you know, was quite a high attainer and all the rest of it, that wasn't considered a gift. That wasn't considered something worth nurturing. That wasn't even recognised as a thing. That was just like, right, stop daydreaming and come and do your times tables. Mm. So that was completely like cut off from a young age and as I went through um, into mainstream you know into secondary school where it's even more competitive um, you know it was that it was that striving for academic success but also that kind of being an all-rounder being the the fastest being Mm. the prettiest being the cleverest being the most popular right Um, you know having the most handsome boyfriend or girlfriend whatever it was Mm -hmm. right so it was striving on all those levels but again it was that complete disconnect with self yes completely boxed to one side never even reconsidered Mm -hmm. and so what I do with teenagers now is called discovering your path where it's tapping into not only what you're good at Mm. and 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 your gifts and your talents but it's also tapping into this higher self it's connecting back with that and saying well who am I really here to be now why have I been reborn if you believe in that into this earth again now in this human form in this reality right now what is my purpose for being here my real soul's calling not just something that my parents are saying because my father or my great-grandfather has been a lawyer or we've Mm. all been doctors in our family or we've all been writers in our family well so what that Mm. might not be your calling yes about stepping out of all of that yeah 
brilliant thinking you know who am i and what am i here to do and how am i here to serve humanity and make a difference absolutely beautifully said beautifully beautifully said and you know just talking about you know the current conditions uh claire what are you seeing with our teenagers in terms of their mental health and and everything i mean Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, as I said, as I alluded to at the beginning, you know, it's always been a tricky time for teenagers. Yes. You know, with, you know, um, eating disorders and so much pressure and and depression and, you know, um, social pressures. And I think it's got worse, you know, before COVID with the whole social media, Instagram, picture perfect lifestyle of Mm. being here, there and everywhere. In some ways... um, COVID has helped that with our teenagers. My sons, for example, say that they're not on Snapchat so much. They're not on Instagram so much. People aren't going anywhere or doing anything. So there's nothing to compare yourself with because yeah. everybody's at home, right, in their in their pyjamas doing their online lessons. Mm. So in one sense, that pressure has perhaps been taken away. But... Mm-hmm. Of course, there are other difficulties. There's that difficulty of not socialising. So for my boys who uh, missed out on doing their GCSEs and their A-levels, for example, last summer, Mm -hmm. there was that whole coming of age thing. And, And we really did mourn that loss. And although, of course, people say, oh, it's great. I don't have to take my exams. Actually, as a family, I realized that for almost 20 years, we'd been working towards that summer. When, the boys, when I was pregnant and my eldest son was about three, we changed, we moved. And we moved to a place where there was a huge um, possibility of different school options that they could go to. And they ended up, luckily for them, in a good grammar school, right? Mm-hmm. And those decisions had been made when my son was two. Mm-hmm. And I suddenly realised as a mother... Yes. But when he turned 18 and he couldn't take his A-levels in this great school that we'd got him through, through all the trials and tribulations and testing and all the rest of it, not that I agree with all of that, but that's the system we were in, um, that was taken away from us, not just from the boys, but from us as a family. Mm, it was really, really much harder than I realised it would be. So anyway, from the point of view of their perspective... Our young people are struggling. I mean, there's loads of t- statistics to show how uh, depression is increasing. I think there's one in four young people now who are actually uh, clinically depressed, which means there's loads of other suffering that aren't in the system. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, we know that teenage suicide rates are increasing. And um, it, this pandemic is a real problem. I remember doing a a little live in my community probably maybe two or three weeks ago um, where I called it the lone teenager. Mm -hmm. I swear, Carol, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. I was in my village to get to, to just go to the shop to buy a stamp or something, milk or whatever. And I was walking around and I saw these teenagers with their um, earphones in, but they were just... One of them, like normally teenagers hang out together, don't you? You see them on the corner, you see them in the park. Yes. Well, they couldn't see their friends and they're walking just one at a time, shoulders down. It was it was winter, like, you know, <laughs> we've all got our shoulders down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heads down, shoulders down, you know, mm. up, earphones in, just walking. 
the lone teenager just walking because they weren't at school they couldn't see their friends they obviously had a free period or no online lesson for that particular time and they just went out to get a little bit of fresh air and exercise and it was the hardest thing to see yeah not where our teenagers normally should be no no absolutely so just to our listeners because I always like to give our listeners um some encouragement and some advice what advice can you give them Hmm. to our listeners to our young listeners I think well anybody who's suffering with social isolation at this time which is obviously not just young listeners but old listeners and and anybody yes um, it is to remember that now I can't remember the statistic you might know it Carol as a coach but it's something like we are um like our behavior is affected by the five people we have in our closest circle that's it so if we're all locked down with people who actually aren't floating our boat and let's face it many teenagers might be locked down with their parents who they don't want to actually be in the house (laughs) (laughs) parents you know, teenagers. It works both ways. Thinking the same. <laughs> um, it's really important to make those connections, even if they have to be online at the moment, mm-hmm. with people who light you up. And so that can be with your friends and mentors and colleagues, but it can also be with coaches. It can be listening to podcasts with people who are inspiring for you. Um, It can be choosing to listen to YouTube videos where you're learning and you're growing. This is a time for personal growth and development. Absolutely. Spiritual growth and development. This is an amazing opportunity to choose a different frequency and to to filter out the stuff that's not helping you right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So if it is getting 50 notifications on your Snapchat about people going, oh, you know, well, nothing's really going on. You know, I've washed my hair today. You can actually choose to have a more conscious conversation that is uplifting, inspiring and developing you as a person. That's it. You can choose to follow people who, um, you know, you can wake up in the morning and listen to positive affirmations or to to inspiring words or to Mm. a message and start to follow people that are going to help you to rise up yeah absolutely and it is very much about using this time it's an unfortunate time but i think there is it's, it's looking at the the good in situations and we are in unfortunate circumstances now and and i think there is a sign here like you said claire is for us to you know develop and and to grow and to elevate ourselves in 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 many ways because we've got the time to do it and um there's we're in great times now being the digital era you know at the press uh, press of a button we we can find information but just making sure that when we do find that information is you know something that we can aspire to or to light us up so it is very much like you said you know really tapping into really positive positive things and what you find is like it's a spiral the same as a negative spiral you know if you get into a negative spiral it brings you down Mm. and i know more than anyone like how far down you can go with that it's not a great place to be but you can actually choose to step into a positive spiral right so you you look at somebody or you listen to somebody you think well that's really good and then you find that there are comments under that with other people who've listened to that person with other people who've got 
um, value from that person. Mm -hmm. And then you can see, well, who else do they follow? And you often get, right, because you know, Google is so clever and it knows what you've been searching, yes. it will often send you more of the same kind of thing. Mm. It will give you suggestions. You know, well, if you've listened to so-and-so, you might also like such and such. Yeah. But then you're like, you begin this slightly upward spiral. Like, oh, well, I'll check that out then. And even if you don't like them, YouTube will recognize, oh, you looked at that video. Maybe you'd like some more like that, which is this video. That's and right. How you begin to easily find different things dropping into your feed, dropping into your Twitter feed, dropping into your Instagram feed, yes, right? dropping into your inbox. Yes, you'll find that the universe will send you more of what you put out there. It's That's like, it, like an antenna, right? It's the mm -hmm. law of attraction, law of vibration, law of reciprocity. Yes. Right? So the more you start to go down a road which you're finding inspiring and elevating, mm. the more the universe will send you that kind of material. Yes, beautifully, beautifully said. That's absolutely, yeah, absolutely right. Um, in terms of, God, exams and, you know, obviously it's, it's different ways of revising these days. Again, what, what, what can you share with us? What can, you know, you advise our, our young listeners in preparation for their exams? Well, here's the thing. First of all, I would like to give a massive shout out to all those teenagers who are still turning up, showing up, doing the coursework, yeah. doing the exam prep, right? Um, you know, coming to tutoring classes with people like me, you know, for maths GCSE, for English GCSE, even when we don't know if the exams are even going to happen. Like, just mm. a massive shout out to all the young people who are listening to this, who are still persevering. Yeah. That in itself has to be recognised. That's it. It's very different. It's very difficult to revise for an exam and to stay motivated when, certainly in the last few months, all that, it's such shifting grounds, the government's changing week on week, whether you're doing the exams, whether you're not, whether you're taking them in March, yeah. whether, not, whether they're this day, whether they're that day. So first of all, that's really, really difficult for anybody to stay motivated and on track. For. Mm -hmm. Let's just acknowledge that. Yeah. Right? When for the last 200 years, exams have always been in June. Mm-hmm. Right. And suddenly they are, suddenly they're not, suddenly they might be in August, suddenly they're put back till September, suddenly they might not be happening at all. Yeah. So all of us, adults, teachers, head teachers, uh, Ofsted inspectors, students, yeah, are huh? trying to get our heads around that. Yeah. Like that is really, really, really hard. Yes. <laughs> it must be so hard because it just keeps changing by the minute. Just <laughs> Oh, yeah. So let's just, you know, feel into some compassion for the teachers and the students around that. That's it. First of all, let's just take a big breath and, and just acknowledge how difficult that is because it really is. Mm -hmm. But when you've stepped out of that and you've gone, okay, it will be what it will be and it will happen when it happens, then there are some things that you can do. Now, obviously, um, you know, forewarned is forearmed. So let's just acknowledge that we don't know what on earth is going on. Yeah. <laughs> but something will go on, right? Yes. These young people are not going to end up leaving school with nothing. So there's going to be some kind of formal assessment of, of some sort, which schools are going to say, well, okay, 
you've come out with this. So my advice at the moment, yes, with this changing landscape, um, is to really make the most of the online lessons, to really make the most of the extra time when you're not in school, to make sure that your coursework is handed in on time to the very best of your ability. Mm -hmm. Because that might be what you're judged against. Yeah. And even if you do absolutely rubbish in the exam because you're like, well, I'm too nervous and I haven't had any practice and we don't know what's going on. Even if you do absolutely rubbish in that, if you've got a bank of coursework behind you that your teacher or your head teacher or even your parent as a parent, if you appeal, can say, well, look, consistently, we've got this grade. So therefore, this sudden exam that the government's thrown on us in two days mm -hmm. does not reflect my ability. Mm. But you need to have the proof. You yes. need to have the evidence. Yeah. So it's really important to not just coast and go, oh, well, the teachers don't mark them anyway and they don't know what they're talking about and they never read their emails and it's all a load of old rubbish, which is really easy to feel like that. Yeah. We hear that and we hear you. Yes. Holding the space for that. But take responsibility for your own learning. Mm hmm. Right. Do yes. not assume that your teachers know what they're doing. Do not assume that your school knows what they're doing. Do not assume that the government knows what they're doing. And do not assume that your parents know what they're doing. Because let me tell you all now, young people who are listening, they do not know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's feeling their way, aren't they? Right? Yeah. Everyone's bumbling along. So, so it's not going to be handed to you on a plate anymore. No. It's not going to be, this is the mocks. This is what you need to revise for the mocks. Mm -hmm. and go up two or three levels this is how you can do it and this is what you need to revise for the summer it's not like that no take responsibility and yeah. you need to go okay i'm going to do this essay on whatever it is to the best of my ability and if you're not sure email your teachers and ask for support yeah say i've understood this bit i don't understand this bit guide yeah. me help me reach out for support have support groups study groups this is what my son does for his business studies a levels mm -hmm. right He's in a little group with his friends and they help each other when they get the homework. Well, how have you answered that? Well, what did you get last time? Right, like, you got the best marks, so tell us how you answered oh, that. Oh, I like that. That's such right. a great idea. Yeah, brilliant. Study support group. Yeah. Especially if you've got a teacher who's not very good with all the tech, right? There's some teachers in really good secondary schools whose online learning skills are atrocious, quite frankly. Mm. And it means that young people aren't getting the opportunities to learn how they need to learn. Yeah. So they need to take responsibility. Yeah. Google what you don't know. Look at the, look at the um, you know, look at what should be coming up in the course. Yeah. And it for yourself. Gap fill. Yeah. And anything you don't understand, email the teacher. Say, don't understand this. This doesn't make sense. This is the question that's coming up in the exam paper. Mm. This is the stuff you're telling us. Doesn't make sense. Yes. It. Get them to send you voice notes or video notes or whatever it is that they can do. Yes. Because Love it. Not all the teachers are technically minded. No, we don't know. Everyone don't know everyone. And like you said, Claire, you know, everyone's feeling their way. Everyone don't know the answers. So like, you know, like you said, you have to take responsibility, accountability for your learning. Absolutely. They yeah. don't know what you don't know. No. And they can't walk around the classroom and see what you've missed out. Yeah. 
they can't see what's going on in your bedroom on your desk no they can show up and you can show up and actually they could be teaching very badly and you could be playing a computer game behind the zoom screen yeah you know that goes on yeah so it's up to you yeah exactly with life with life carol you get out what you put in yeah definitely Definitely. And the universe will, you know, from a spiritual level, whatever you put out there, you will get, you know, you'll be supported. You'll be supported. You'll get that back. So you will get that back. Questions. Yes. Answers are only as good as the questions you ask. This is another thing I love to talk about. Yes. Right. So if you're putting crap questions in Google, you're going to get a a big kind of response and be totally Mm. overwhelmed. If you hone your questions down to your teachers or to Google or to your your support group of friends, hone it down to one key thing mm-hmm. and learn that. Yeah. And then do another key thing and learn that. Yeah. Right? Brilliant. Um, and, and that way you're building up your um, study skills. You're building up your initiative. You're building up um, how to ask curious questions. Mm-hmm. You're building up your resilience. You're building up um, a bank, uh, you know, a way of learning. You're building up your own methodology as a learner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is going to take you through life. This isn't just for now, for exams. No. You know, you talked about um, doing a coaching course, which is the same one that I've done. Right. We're doing this as adults. We're still yeah. learning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that's what that's why we're here as beings is to learn. We're, we're constantly learning. We're constantly, st- learning. constantly growing, you know, and it's the times it's times like this. I always say this, you know, it's times like this when we're when we're, you know, when we're struggling or we're, we're at our darkest points. This is the time when we really need to be focused, you know, yes. because that will take us to the next level, you know, yes. to our to our dreams. So yes. it's, ve- it's it's that conscious connection and it's also that conscious communication not being afraid to ask for help right this is the thing that covid is teaching all of us i think carol so especially for our young teenagers but also for everybody for adults for mums for parents ask for help we don't have to go on this journey alone there's always somebody that's got the answer you need that's right and you might be the person with the answer that somebody else is looking for Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm exactly so that's a power some powerful advice there listeners some powerful advice there from Claire and you know the key thing here for me is just take responsibility for your learning for your life for everything yeah you know because it's you it's your life no one's living it only you're going to live it so whatever you're going to put in you know put out you're going to get so and and don't don't you know don't forget you're you're we're all connected you know there's the support that that's out there you just need to ask because there's always one person out there that you can ask and if that person doesn't know someone else will know yes and you and they may say to you well i don't know but i know someone who does yes i say that to people all the time yeah you know and also here's the thing with learning as well if you're learning it's okay to not know the answers and it's okay to not get it right first time. Yeah. Where the perseverance comes in, right? Yeah. Um, where you have to try and try and try, right? Yeah. Babies aren't born walking and talking. That's it. You learn as you go. Yeah. So, and this is the thing with adults as well. Like for any adults with teens who are listening, 
it's okay for us to not know the answers. Mm. I said to my 16 year old once, you know, we were having arguments and it wasn't going so well. And I turned around and I went, look, Alex, I said, I said, you know what? You're the first 16 year old I've ever parented. (laughs) (laughs) I don't make mistakes. I never do things wrong. Yeah, I'm on my I'm on my journey as well. But let's learn to we're learning together here. (laughs) So, So like, give me some slack. Yeah. You know, and I'll give you some slack. Yeah. Did he get it? <laughs> he was like, oh my goodness, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good, good for you. You know, even if you've got many children at home, they're all different. So you have to see that uniqueness of each individual in front of you. So yeah. just because you've got a few of them through the teenage years doesn't mean that last one who's coming up is going to be the same, yeah. right? Because the family dynamics change every time. Yes. So, um, so everybody is different and we're all learning together and you know the thing as well with this lockdown um it's very important i was talking to my younger son about this the other day uh he's getting very very tired and it's not because he's doing loads because of course you can't go out and do loads but it's he's getting very tired almost of the energy in the house Mm. um and so it's very difficult isn't it if you're in your room learning because everybody's in different space. And then you want to be in your room chilling out because you want your own space, you know, and, and then you need to be in your room to relax. Well, that room is full of all the different energies that you've brought throughout the day. day yeah. Whereas normally you'd be out of your room, maybe in at school to, to school or, or downstairs for homeschooling. But now that space has got your, your dad in it or your mum in it or their partner in it doing yeah. working from home, mm-hmm. right? So it's about finding different spaces, I think, for everybody to almost, you know, right, well, when I'm in the bath, you can use the dining room. And when yeah. we're not having a meal in, you know, when, when so-and-so is not in the lounge, you can be on there use, doing Mario Kart. And when you're not on Mario Kart, somebody can be in there watching a film. And That's it. it's like using the different spaces in your house, kind of like scheduling them out like meeting rooms. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea, yeah. So you can get a taste of different energies in each room. Yeah, so that yeah. you're not all just in, in one that space. space all day and all night. Yeah. But it's really unhealthy. No, absolutely. But also get out. You really need to get out. Yeah. Getting out, that's my thing. You know, I, I'm all up into like physical education, um f- physical activities get out you know even if it's for half an hour in the day just go for a walk yes. you know do some exercise you know fresh of fresh air just does just does you the world of good just to reset you know rebalance yourself and Absolutely. come back in Absolutely. You know? I have my my rule of 10 right which my son said to me he found inspiring so I'll share it very quickly with yeah. you uh, which is to have Um, 10 minutes of meditation in the day now this doesn't have to be sitting in silence cross-legged like you know like a buddha on a cushion this can be while you're walking for example but the point is it's silence so you turn your phone off Mm -hmm. or you leave it at home well unless you're counting your steps which i But um, so it's 10 minutes of just reflection. You don't even need to call it meditation. Mm-hmm. It's just sitting there with no other, nothing coming in. No noise. No, no noise. noise. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's difficult in some households, I know. But even if you sit in the car for 10 minutes or something, or go for a walk around the block or whatever it is, mm-hmm. find a space where you can have some silence. Yeah. Beautiful. 10 minutes of silence. 
10 glasses of water a day stay hydrated yeah right? that's probably not even enough but at least it's easy to do something yeah and then i do my 10,000 steps which i count on my phone now in the winter here in the uk obviously it, in the northern hemisphere it's winter and it's gray and it's cold and rainy and it's harder to do and muddy and everything else even if you don't do 10,000 steps, 5,000 steps, just yeah. go out and do some steps. Do something. And it is about building up, you know, building up yeah. to, you know, so, so, you step know, by staying, step. Staying hydrated, having some silence mm-hmm. and doing some physical exercise yeah. really, really helps. These simple things, if you can do them consistently yeah. on a daily basis, mm-hmm. but it's not about like suddenly going you know all out and be like that's it i'm going to run a marathon i'm going to drink no. water, and then the next day you don't do anything that's no good at all no it's small consistent manageable steps to self-care yes which end up making the massive difference yeah absolutely brilliant 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 piece of advice there excellent 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 um i'm just thinking what else we can um oh books any, any books that you can share with our listeners, any sort of really good motivation and books or any books that has kind of helped you in your growth throughout your life? Oh, I've read so many. I mean, you can see my bookcase behind me here. Yeah. So the ones on the top are ones that I've written, but the ones underneath are the ones that have helped me. So I've got all sorts of spiritual books, motivational books. Um, for me, Brené Brown, I thought was really good. And she's mm-hmm. done some podcasts as well and some TED Talks. So yes. if you're not a great reader, like you can literally dip in and out to some of her work. Um, I think she's got Braving the Wilderness and she's got, she's got um, children as well, like teenagers, and she's worked in in schools and the education system and all sorts of things um so she's really like she's she really explains things clearly as well it's not too fluffy right yeah um so i find that brené brown is great i think um i've got her there um I've got Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now uh-huh. that was something where, that really helped me when i was very depressed So as well, for people who are worrying perhaps about the future and their exams and what's going to become of them and what kind of world are we growing up in and the environmental crises and the political crises and the financial crisis and the education crisis and all of that, we can get into that spiral of worry. Mm -hmm. Um, Using your breath to bring you back to the here and now is a really good way to get you out of that spiral. Right. Because all you're doing is you're flooding your body with cortisol and you're worrying about things that you can't control. That's it. So it's actually a complete waste of time and energy, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it might be interesting for a discussion around the table or something, but after yeah. that, let it go. Like, yeah. About it. <laughs> so, um, so what I used to do when I was really, really, I used to have panic attacks and anxiety attacks and everything else. I used to bring myself, here's the one key question, which I got from Eckhart Tolle's Power of Now, but I made it a question that I would ask myself, which I teach my students. And this is the simple question. What is wrong with this present moment? Right, just bring yourself back to that. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with this present moment? And 99% of the time, there's absolutely nothing. Nothing, yeah. You know, you're clothed, you're healthy, you're fed, you, you know, you've got a roof over your head, you, you know, you've got whatever it is you need. Like, mm-hmm. And so then you think, well, why am I feeling like this? Because there's nothing wrong with this present moment. And if you can keep connecting present moment to present moment to present moment with nothing wrong in each moment, mm-hmm. well, then straight away your vibration lifts because there's nothing wrong. 
Yeah. But also it's about your thoughts, isn't it? You know, whatever your attention, wherever you put your attention, that's what's going to obviously, you know, manifest in your in your thoughts and your feelings. So flows where your attention goes. Exactly. So if you're aware, which kind of ties into what you said, Claire, and being aware of the here and the now. So if you're aware of your thoughts, you can change those thoughts in that now That's to right. something more positive, something more, you know, uh, in serving for, yes. for you. Uh, so it's just being aware of, you, of yourself, of your situation, of your thoughts, about all those things, because you can change that instantly. Instantly, yeah. Instantly. I mean, another book that I love, if people are interested in the power of thoughts and um know the law of attraction and we've mentioned you know what you put out you get back and yeah. all of that kind of stuff is there I've got a book there somewhere called The Secret I think oh yeah The Secret and, uh, that's of course been made into like a mini movie um and you know so that's just maybe an interesting starting point to dip your toe in yeah think about well I'm co-creating my life something I do in my discovering your path course is I talk about being the author of your own book mm-hmm and so if you imagine your book in front of you, so all the pages on the left side are the ones that have already been written, right? Yes. Up until this moment. And you can choose now to take your pen and to be the author of your own book. Yeah. Make sure that life no longer just happens to you. Yeah. You can decide for yourself. Yes. When I wake up, you know, even from this next breath onwards, I'm choosing to feel this, Right. Make a conscious decision. We talked about accountability and responsibility. And this is what it is. Choose your life for yourself now. Don't give that power to anybody else anymore. No. Yeah, you can design your life. You know, that's what it is. You can design your life. And when there are moments where you feel that you you can't design it, that's the time when you have to push through, push through that negative voice and push through that, yeah, Yeah. that, that negativity. Yes. So, so these are the kinds of things which, which young people now are tapping into and which I love bringing to the table and say, well, yes, you know, you do need, you do need maths and English, you know, but you don't need <clears throat> simultaneous equations. Right? Mm. You don't need uh, so many of the things that are in the syllabus now. Right. Mm. Our classrooms no longer need to have four walls. You can ask questions on here. Mm. You don't need to go to school to learn. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Teach young people how to think not what to think that's right start asking curious questions and start taking responsibility for the life that you want to live yeah yeah lovely beautifully said claire <laughs> love it love it love it love it love it just a few more questions because i am conscious of your time and um yeah, you've said some great things. I'm loving this conversation. So we can just go and go, go on and go on, can't we? <laughs> but there'll be another episode. Well, get, I'll get you back on. Um, what is the biggest lesson life has told you, um, has taught you? So for me, it's, and this is the thing that, um, you know, as a parent, I, I want to teach my boys as well, is, you know, to be uniquely yourself and that that is okay. Right. That's so important because so often we try to mold ourselves into, you know, other people's interpretations of what a good teenager looked like, of what a good parent looks like, Mm. what an educated person looks like, of what a successful or a happy person looks like. Right. All of these labels are BS. I'm Mm. calling time on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Sick of it. And 
I think that by being unique to yourself, and this is what I didn't do for so many years with this mm. ill, which is why it's my biggest learning, is to stand up and say, well, actually, you know, there is a spiritual dimension to me and I am going to talk about it. You know, I am um, also an emotional being and I am going to talk about that. And I am also, you know, an intelligent person. Mm. And I am going to talk about that too. Mm. And I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I would, in, I would just say to all teenagers out there, because you're finding yourself now, and that's brilliant. And, and do that. Try different things. See what lights you up. See what you're passionate about. You know, if you're interested in, you know, diversity or equality or environmental issues then then look into that and do Mm. that and 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 follow groups who do that and be passionate about that and find your voice Mm -hmm. speak out yeah and there are so many young people now you know people might say oh i need to wait till i'm 18 you don't there are there are there are people of seven years old and 11 years old and 14 years old who are taking the stage who are standing with a microphone yeah finding their voice and standing up for what they believe in yeah and this is your time now it is and you adults need to listen yeah and you know what for these these are such tender years and and i just think these years are the the best i mean every every stage are are their best years because it is your life but you know this time you can it's great to explore you know you don't need to know the answers you really don't so explore you know delve into different things see what kind of makes your heart sing you know see what you're passionate about you know and um don't expect to know the answer really you don't, you're not you're not required to know the answer to your future or your your career or anything now yeah. it is about exploring exploring things that's there exploring yourself exploring your life exploring your spirituality it's just trying to be in touch with yourself and also in touch with your higher being mm. and it's asking that question who am i now yeah right who am i being right now mm-hmm. and Deciding for yourself, rather than the question that most um, adults ask children, which is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you, Carol, but I don't feel I've grown up now, right? <laughs> like, what's grown up happening, right? Like, when is that time? So rather than what do you want to be when you grow up, ask yourself, what do I want to be now? Yeah. What do I stand for right now? Who am I right now? Yeah. You know, oh. And if you're not sure, that's fine too. Yeah. But if you are sure, then... then be that, do that. That's it. And I think the most also powerful question is, what do I love? A lot of people yeah. don't ask that, you know, don't ask themselves that. What do I love? You That's know, what do I love? and then if you really think about it or think about, think, ask the question, you will get that answer. Ask, you know, get the answer, you know, ask and yourself that question. As well, comes in reflecting back on, uh, what I what I often do when I ask people this question, what do I love? And they go, oh, I don't know, or I've forgotten, or whatever. It's like, well, think back to, you know, when you were a child and you could just play happily on your own for hours, right? What were you doing? Because that's mm-hmm. a secret. That's a secret to what it is you love. Mm-hmm. And if you think, okay, so try a few things out and go, right. So if I were on like a deserted island, but say you had all the tech and everything you needed, but if I were on a deserted island and I was able to live till I was say 103, what would I get up every morning and get out of bed 
and be able to do every day, even if I wasn't paid, like it doesn't matter about all of that, all my needs are taken care of, but what would I do every day? What would I love to do every day? Yeah. You know, and for me, it is inspiring and teaching. Yeah, same. And even when I try to not do that, <laughs> yeah. because, you know, oh, it's not valued or it doesn't pay enough or it's not this or it's not that, and I try something else, I still end up doing it. Yeah. I, it's about giving back because you <laughs> because you feel fulfilled, like myself, Claire, yeah. about giving back, seeing people be the best version of themselves, yes. you know, and that's and that's priceless in my eyes, you know. Exactly. And this is why lockdown's been amazing because what's happened is when people have stepped out of what is what they should be doing, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen young people produce the most amazing art, for example. Yeah. Not because they're doing an art course, it's because they're not doing an art course. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because they're not in a structure, in a system. They're they're making their creative juices flow. If you want want to create music, you know, if you want to write poems, if you want to write lyrics, if you want to write rap songs, if you want to practice the drums, if you want to build up your physical stamina so that you can run further each day like do what you're being called to do yeah 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 and and you're so right I mean there's there's again it's like it's life isn't it yin and yang there's positives and negatives to where we are you know but you know you said the positives is enable us to be more creative because we're not in a in any structure or any system we're having to you know we've we've got that space to to be free, to be ourselves, to be more creative, to tap into our, our higher self. So that's the beauty about where we are now as well, you know. I think, and I think it's more important now than ever as well. When people are, you know, all locked down at home, on the screen so much. Yeah. And showing up for online lessons or online webinars or seminars or creating courses or whatever it is we're all doing. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's really more important than ever that we do something that makes our soul sing. Yeah, yeah. And that's so... we need to have that counterbalance from the headspace. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wow, gosh. I mean, we could go on, but you know what? I think we've said, you know, we've had such a great conversation. And, you know, Claire, you've said such... So many powerful things here. And I, and I know that our listeners, you know, have got some nuggets of information nuggets of advice here and I I thank you for that is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we wrap up um what's it what's your what's actually my last message I normally ask my guests what's the most important message you would like to leave with us today um well as I say it's just tapping into the uniqueness that that is you and knowing that for all your quirks your foibles your faults your things that you look in the mirror and you don't like Mm -hmm. like they're all beautiful and amazing because they're making up you. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, thanks, Claire. Is there anything else? Anything else you'd like to share? Uh, well, if anybody would like to uh, get in touch with me, please do so and have a look on my Switched On curriculum because there's a quantum curriculum in there on the Switched On Academy, which is all about, um, you know, universal laws, manifestation, working with crystals, um, Reiki, even if there are courses there which aren't unlocked, they're coming soon. So mm-hmm. if there's anything that people are interested in learning, um, then, you know, there's, there's curriculum for teens, 
and a curriculum for parents as well. Um, so yeah, have a look at switchedonglobal.com and send me a message if there's anything on there that isn't there that you would like to see. Um, you know, we can co-create it together. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. There you go, listeners. There you go. If you want, you know, to connect with Claire, those are her details. And um, yeah, what a, what, a, what a show. That was such a powerful show. Such a powerful show. And um, remember, you know, listeners, remember to share this podcast with those who you think will benefit. You know, let's get the message out. Our parents, let's help our youth succeed. You know, let's help our youth succeed. Get them out there to grow, to succeed, to you know, be the best version of ourselves. And remember to check out my uh, link in my bio with my social platforms and of course my website, oyana.co.uk. So until next week, keep learning, live fearlessly, practice gratitude and love unconditionally. This is Carol Oakley, peace and love to you all. See you.